everyone and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm Ellie Hope Herringshaw and I'm really glad that you're here. We are starting a new series about, what are we starting it about? That's right. <laughs> we're starting We're starting a new series about dating after divorce and oof, it's going to be a time, but I think something that's going to be very exciting and very fun too, even though it's a very kind of a serious topic. And for this first episode, I'm really excited because my dad is sitting with me Dr. Mark Herringshaw, PhD extraordinaire. A, a delight to be with you. Thank you, so so excited. <laughs> so we're doing this series about divorce prevention, and um, for this first episode, I'm going to be talking about my experience of dating after divorce. And so, of course, I'm I have you. Yeah, here my experience to, as your father yeah. <laughs> watching you date after divorce and giving I, me um, wise counsel. Yeah. I, I should say now, uh, I've been married to your mother. We have not either of us been divorced. Right. Though if you Praise heard the, the Lord. though if you heard the last um, episode, um, I told a bit of my story. Or is it the last episode? Or was that appear, occurring somewhere else? It was a couple. No, it was a couple episodes ago. <laughs> okay. Well, about engagements. Yes. And so broken engagements. Date, dating after broken engagements. Maybe there's some parallels there that I can. I think there are. Relate with. Yeah. Um, you know, how did I know I was ready to, you know, to step into the risk of another relationship? But actually, in that case, it did. It took me a while to get on my feet. Yeah, and it really did. So, I think after after any real hard breakup. Yeah, it's I mean, it, to, to get back on the horse <laughs> kind yep. of. And then and then there's the question of. You know, do you just do it whether you feel like you're ready or not while you're still grieving, mm -hmm. you know, to show yourself that there's other fish in the sea or, you know, do you sit back and you wait? Do you yep. get healed on your own? I mean, there's there's so many different perspectives and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer necessarily yeah. for, you know, like a one size fits all for everyone. But the point that I really do want to make is that we cannot get our value from anyone else. And so if we are healing from a divorce or or a bad breakup and you are trying to get something from someone else to feel better, that may be a sign that you got to step back and yeah. heal on your own and go to the Lord because he's the only one who can really give that yeah, value. Date the Lord first, in other words. Yep. And yeah. uh, that's the end of the podcast right there, y'all. <laughs> so, no, I mean, but but that that is really the core of this, yeah. I think. And, and I, I do think it's important, um, I think, in any of these uh, these really life-shifting questions, and this really is, for many of you, this is a kind of life-shifting question, that, that how do you go forward now yes. with what was not what you were planning. You didn't expect your life to take this turn. Yeah. Now, what does driving down this road mean? Yeah. And it's a really life-shifting question. So I think our culture, and I think let's start if we can, yeah. what's dating and why do we do it? And what's the <laughs> expectation behind it? Because sometimes yeah. a lot of actually what drives our choices is not even what we want. It's not even what, we think is best for us it's yeah. sometimes it's the expectation and the expectation right. that others have around us and sometimes this question of quote dating and it's very cultural western culture 20th century 21st yeah. century phenomenon 
that most cultures in history and even many yeah. around the world today would have no clue of what this even is. Like, is why dating? do we do yeah. this kind of courtship? Right. Um, right, because it was called courtship previously. Yes. It's yes. the um, but but there, yeah, there, I guess there are different goals people yes. have with dating. If it's like, is my goal just to have fun? Yeah. Is my goal to meet other people? To you know have companionship? Is my goal marriage? Yeah. In in dating, and we have a much more individualized culture than any that really has ever been in history. And, Here and, in, and in and in the, the yeah, and in the context of of most of the way courtship happened in history, even when someone lost a spouse, most yeah. in most places it's been through through death because divorce hasn't been as common in most cultures as it is in ours. Right. But whenever there's a, um, a second courtship. The question mm-hmm. really was, it was always usually a community involvement experience hmm. that in most cultures, it wasn't done in isolation. And still today, marriage is a very, in most cultures, is a very community involved right. activity. It's a covenant that happens with everybody. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's a theme that we talk a lot about here on this podcast. The the fact that, that life should be done in community. Yeah. Even our relationships should be yeah. done in community. And that's something you touched on in engagements right that the, that's an opportunity that the that family and friends can really speak in and say hey let's pay attention to really what's going on yeah. here and and ask hard questions and all of that but but the well, time of dating is such a cool time to do that well it it really is because particularly if you've come through either a tough breakup or a divorce your heart's you, tender yeah and you actually Oof. don't know yourself. Oh my gosh. It's so and, true. And <laughs> um, you don't even know what you want. And um, so I, I do think deliberately inviting people in who you trust to say, so what do you think of this person? Yeah. And, and, and does this seem to be uh, congruent with me? Well, and, cause you're going to be, you're going to be really cautious. Yeah. I think a lot of people that's yeah. their experience yeah. that they, that they've been brokenhearted. And so there's, there's understandable caution there. Right. Or, or they're throwing caution to the wind yep. and doing self-destructive behavior, which is a whole other thing. Yep. So we're not necessarily talking about that, but that is, well, that's it, a huge it, thing. It does, that's a it huge does play comment. into it. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, again, we're at a season in, you know, the cultural history that we are, are mm-hmm. all living in right now where, yeah. it, first of all, it's hard for single people in general to meet each other. You know, it's a great big world out there. And, <laughs> you know, it used to be when we were generally living in smaller, tighter communities, mm-hmm. whether that was a rural community growing up on the farm or even um, urban contexts were more neighborhood based. Yeah. And so in the past, you just had fewer people in your circle. Yeah. And so naturally the community was involved and there was either overt or kind of quiet matchmaking that happened mm-hmm. all the time hey you know and setting setting people and up i mean that happens it sometimes, still does but it's harder it's harder now actually because there's no um kind of natural fishing pools in which we live I other mean, than the gym or online church. dating well I, that's actually where i was going because you were okay in the <laughs> in, no no i i think that that's it's that's a what's happened is as people have seen that void and they've yeah. created these environments where people can meet together naturally. And, yeah. and that, I actually think there's some really good 
uh, outcomes and research that has mm-hmm. been supportive of that, that you can, you can actually, the things that happen through online dating can help you get through some of the, uh, f- the first unknowns in a world where, where do you even begin to meet someone? Well, you are, you're taking the guesswork out of it. A little bit. A, yes. I mean, well, that's not true. You really, it's, it's hard. The, the, the online dating is hard. Like anything online, um, we can put on a projected personality and um and so that's the one thing you have to you know inevitably you know work through yeah um yeah I did I did a series or I did an episode with my friend Caitlin Rayleigh about singleness and how that's an important time and then it just ended up we talked about dating a lot on that episode and I don't know if you've heard that one but but I shared um I shared that when I first got on online dating um, it was after really my first breakup after divorce and it was really hard and, and it was, you know, I had a little time to heal and then I was like, sure, I'm going to give this an opportunity. And I got on and immediately I had, I almost had a panic attack. I was like, I can't do this. This is too scary. I was picking pictures because, and, and I don't know, I was just like so overcome with this idea that like, I'm going to be judged on these photos and like how I look and I have to write a little thing. I felt like I was just putting myself up for sale and it was so hard. And so I was just shut it down immediately, disconnected it. And it was just, I just hated it. I just did not want to do it. But then I eventually got on again or, you know, I finally did it for the first time. And, um, and like in my little description, I, I shared that I, you know, I love Jesus cause I want that to be number one. Like I have that as a thing that you know, putting that out there. A lot of people online say that they love Jesus. <laughs> but so, and, and then I said, and I, I teach and I um, podcast about healing from divorce and infidelity. And I just put it out there. Like there is no, <laughs> if somebody has an issue with that, like there, there you go. Cause that's, that's just what I'm putting out there. And um, needless to say, I have not found Mr. Right online, but um I don't know. I think I just felt so compelled to do that because I just wanted to put out my what I'm all about on there. And 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 then, you know, it took out the guesswork of saying or, or if, you know, if people thinking like, has she been in a relationship before or something like that? But, you know, I am divorced and my ex-husband was unfaithful. And that plays into the way that I choose to date. And it, yeah, it plays into why you're actually on the dating site to begin right. with. It's a big deal. <laughs> Yep. Right. So, as messy as that was. I don't recommend that to people and, necessarily. You know, I think too it's important probably to acknowledge up front that when you're talking about a topic dating after divorce, there is an underlying assumption for most people yeah. who are in that place where they're either contemplating how do I re enter into this world? Yeah. Or I already have and I don't really know how to do it that you're desiring another relationship. Yes. And yes. that is okay to acknowledge. Not Absolutely. everybody does, and it's okay. Yeah. Some people are just like, you know, I'm going to move into a new season of my life. And, yeah. And it, it, there's a chosen celibacy in that. Mm-hmm. And, and there is a place, actually, Jesus even acknowledges some are given that gift. Yeah. And so there, there shouldn't be a pressure or expectation that you need a second relationship in order right. to be fulfilled. 
and the pressure people may ask you, or there may be this subtle, sometimes not so subtle <laughs> social pressure. Yeah. Um, you know, because of the the world, even the church is kind of designed for couples and families, mm-hmm. and that's hard. You don't want to be alone in that sense, but um, it's okay. Yeah. If you don't make that choice, and there's yeah, ways of finding absolutely. alternative community and support which all of us need intimacy mm-hmm. and friendship, which we often can find in marriage. Yeah. But it can be found in other really wholesome, healthy relationships. However, I would say in my experience as a pastor and walking through a lot of these crisis injury seasons in yeah. people's lives, a lot of people do want and long for an opportunity for a redemptive relationship. Mm-hmm, totally. Like let I want to do this. I want to do it. Find right. it the way it, I know it can be. Yes. Or I mean, because when you have, I mean, when you know true companionship and true, you know, like when you when you've been committed and covenantly joined with someone, there is that. I mean, that's so special. Yeah. It's such a beautiful yeah. feeling, and and I've really felt in my experience, like, wow, I had, I had that, but I didn't have it. Yes. And that makes me want it more. (laughs) Well, and, and therefore I think it is, there's a difference between needing it and wanting it. Yes. And the needing, if, if there's a deficit where I'm somehow not whole, if I don't have this or, or I need to find it so I can stop thinking about that person so I can stop hurting. Yes. That's yeah. That's actually probably a, a check mm-hmm. and and there's great there's counseling there's support yes, groups yes. what you're doing you know Ellie with this is a great opportunity for people to work through their own healing mm-hmm. go reclaim some things before yeah before you before you jump into another relationship. but if you find the desire mm-hmm. that's okay uh, I, I love the writings of C.S. Lewis and he has a uh, actually it's a, a written out version of a sermon that he wrote mm. called the weight of glory I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he says in The Weight of Glory, he mm-hmm. says um, that God actually finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. Hmm. And sometimes we think, you know, if I'm going to be a spiritual person, then I need to like temper my desire. And actually, from a Christian perspective, we're not Buddhists. No, we're the, not supposed the, to eliminate not, desire. We're not, no, we're actually supposed to elevate it to something higher. Interesting. And so, yeah. so to desire. <clears throat> To desire intimacy in marriage is a holy and good thing. Yeah. What we're actually desiring is eternal marriage with Jesus. And right. our earthly marriages right. become a way by which we live that out, right? Well, it's so a rec- mirror of that. Yeah. And, yeah. We, and so we recognize what the desire is. Right. But, but I just want to say, if you have that desire, it is a good thing. It is. Yeah. And it's really okay. It is. You, now, needing I, it is not, but wanting yeah. it is. And and I I walked through my own journey of of feeling really bad for wanting it again, and just and just feeling just feeling weird about that. Like, you know, is that is that okay, or should I want it again, or, um, or just voicing it was a really big deal. Yeah. I think when I started this podcast, voicing that I wanted to get married again was hard for me. And and now now I can say that I do want to get married again, and I I believe that the Lord's calling me to that. But but even just just putting it out there was like, oh my gosh, because what if I say it and then it doesn't happen, or what if I mm. say it and then, 
you know, I have another failed relationship, whether that's like a covenant or just, or just dating somebody. It's, there's a lot of disappointment that's alongside dating. It's risk. It's so much risk because when you're putting yourself in a place to be hopeful for another relationship, for, Mm. to, to care for the heart of another person (laughs) and then having them care for your heart too, it's, there's so much risk in that. Yeah. And then when that's, when that relationship needs to end because breakups after divorce oh my gosh i don't recommend (laughs) but i mean i do recommend if it's not right then break up with them but there's so much disappointment and then that disappointment brings up the other disappointment do do you find that because you have been married already (laughs) that um that when you step into a dating relationship you immediately move quicker down the line of evaluation and does the relationship take on a more serious tone in other words is it possible just to it's 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 not as possible it's it's harder to just relax and enjoy it is really hard for me to just sit back and like get to know somebody because yeah i and and i'm i'm just you think of, that, is that in general probably for divorced people? You, I don't know. I mean, I would need to talk to a few other people, but I know myself and I am an analytical, I'm a thinker. And yeah, and I found <laughs> I found a list that I said that I wanted in my future spouse that I made when I was like 10 years old. When I moved in January, I found this list and and I I have I'm the kind of person where I make lists. And I follow lists, and that's how I live my life generally, um, just the day-to-day. And I won't necessarily make a list for somebody that I'm seeing, but I'm definitely keeping a list. <laughs> and there, there's, a, there's an essence of, okay, I want, I'm willing to see if this thing will develop. I'm willing to see if this area will develop, but there's other things that I'm not willing to see and wait and see if those things are going to develop. So, I, I mean, this is – and th- this is – don't – see this as a challenging question oh you can challenge me but but is that does that get in the way of the relationship actually taking its own course if you enter into (laughs) the question immediately is this it oh that's really that's tough because i've had some relationships that I don't know how specific I should get here with like, <laughs> because I know that maybe some of these guys listen to the podcast and I'm not like dating a thousand people and I haven't, but I mean, I've been, I've been separated. My, I mean, my, my, I, I was separated from my ex-husband almost three years ago and, um, you know, I had, I had crushes and like you know these experiences and and then entertained the ideas of of some relationships and then and then became exclusive with some guys you know exclusive meaning like I don't know whatever that means we're not seeing other people you're going to explore this one um but still I don't I can't like even even my experience of dating online I feel very uncomfortable if I'm even talking to multiple guys because oh interesting because I feel like I'm not able to give them yeah. the real opportunity to show themselves. So, so going on multiple dates with different people that just, I can't do that. That's not, 
That's I just can't. Well, do that. when you were a little girl, you know, you would eat I would <laughs> all your potatoes first, and then your peas, and then you. I would your, eat in like a circle, so I would eat like my salad, and yeah. then the yeah, potatoes. You're our little list the, girl. Yeah, yeah. I, so not everybody will have, and and therefore but, what we're saying here is not everybody does it. That not way, everyone does it this okay. way, and that's okay. But this is my experience, and and yeah. So when I was when I'd be dating, I do. I mean, I think that. I think down the line and I think, is this something that could work? Is the, are these things that could yeah. work with this person? You, I mean, you, and you really you do, can't not think that you can't. Well, I don't think you really should Yeah. not yeah. think that way, yeah. but you know, to an extent though, because you need to allow the relationship to grow. And I don't bear all of myself to somebody that I'm dating right away see now that but is i a, can't expect them to yeah. bear all of them that's a me. really good point because i think trust somebody described it this way it's like and here in minnesota m- maybe some people listening to us will have no idea what we're talking about but when the <laughs> ice comes on a lake right and, the, and people yeah. are wondering like okay is it thick enough to walk out on the ice mm-hmm. and um and so if you go out a little ways and you can stand there and you don't hear it mm-hmm. cracking and starting to give yeah. way, then you can take another step. Yeah. Right? Slowly. A little bit and slowly make your way out to the ice. And somebody used the, um, the, the courtship process is really you take a step and you stand there. Oh, yeah, I haven't fallen in. Can we both yeah. take another step? But you're also evaluating with the other person. Like, right. do you feel safe? Do right. I feel safe? Exactly. You're looking at them for, for validation. And so unfolding um, and being transparent. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you put some things out, like even before you met people, you put it out on the dating site. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Whoops. but however, <laughs> you still you, you still didn't expose the depths of your heart no. immediately, nor should we. Right. And the process of slowly, uh, the closer the relationship comes to certainty and clarity, the more we have a right to have that transparency from the other person. And Well, it's just feeling safe with someone. It's feeling safe. Like, are they a safe person for me to be honest and, and be able to communicate well with this person? And and I think it's really okay to, to evaluate, to see, is this a safe person? Am I a safe person yeah. with with their stuff and their background yeah. and the sins that they may have yeah. gone through? Um, but, I mean, ultimately, this really, you, I don't think, I don't know how anybody does this without Jesus. Yeah. I don't know how anyone does this without yeah. without hearing from Holy Spirit about what to do and how to do it. And then sometimes it's still super confusing. I yeah. mean... Yeah. Again, I, I don't know how specific I, I, I get think, on this. I, th- I think I think that another another wise thing to keep in mind is the tendency for um, and and sometimes it's two divorced people. Sometimes just one. Yes. Of, yeah. Of the of the couple is is divorced, but either way, when divorce is in the picture, it creates this this more seriousness. And it's like this is a serious thing to enter back into. Well, it's less playful and, and open and and sort of innocent. Well, the stakes are really high. That's that's what I'm saying. Thank you. That's that's yeah. a better way to say it. I and and in my experience of when I've seen a guy that is also divorced, I feel like almost a more responsibility to care for his heart more mm-hmm. because I know what that's yes. like. Yes. And I'm like, wow, you're trusting me with your with your heart. Yeah. Or even just in the little bit that he gives it. 
I feel more responsibility because I'm like, wow, this is really, this is a really big deal. I, I think one thing, because that is absolutely happening mm-hmm. in, in the relationship and, yeah. and, and, and every, and both sides are kind of like, ah, how's this going? Yeah. There is a natural tendency to constantly assess the relationship and constantly process it. And, and I you've actually seen think, me do that. I have, yes, but but <laughs> I, I, it's not just you. I, I think I've seen others. I've actually counseled people as they're trying to sort out, right? Like, and I think a good rule of thumb is to make sure you have fun. In a way, like go go into activities that actually keep you from talking about the relationship. You you're, just you really do are you're the talking to me right now, right? Sort you? of, yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> But, but because my tendency it's a gener- is to get too But serious, this is a yeah. general tendency for I think anybody that's been through divorce yeah, is to really good. is to constantly okay, we got we need to talk about where are we in this relationship. Instead of simply like find something that you can do sort of shoulder to shoulder and then you watch each other in this activity. But okay, so I totally see what you're saying, but yes and with this because I, th- I do see how some people that may not be ready for a relationship go in and that mentality of like, I'm just going to have fun can turn into a rebound Fair because enough. it can turn into avoidance. Fair enough. And so what you're saying is, yes, well, know your go tendency. have fun, but know why you're doing it. Yes. Are you doing it because you feel I am in a secure place where I can, I am a whole person right now. Mm-hmm. I am healed you know, I mean, of course, healing is can be a bit of a process, but I am in a secure mm-hmm. place where my value is in Jesus. And so I I can go into a relationship in a healthy way or I'm trying to overcompensate and I'm trying to feel better. And yes, so I'm just going to go have fun. Yes. And that that's not what you're that saying is not what I'm saying. And then in that case, you should take a step back and really right. have some. Serious I, I, th- I think what I'm saying is if 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 the relationship is is stepping into that real consideration like huh a wonder yeah then uh sometimes almost too much gazing at the relationship itself as opposed to just doing the relationship yeah can uh, actually confuse the context yeah so so this episode is just the introduction of this series of dating after divorce this has been a highly requested topic because this is something that really does affect a lot of people. It's like, Which how do tells we, you like, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. How do I do this? And how do I do it right? And, you know, I would say that a huge chunk of people that I talk to have experienced rebounds after divorce. Just try, just wanting desperately to have, to have a connection with someone or just to feel better. And... Um, you know, that's, that could be after divorce. So that could be after a bad breakup too. And that's just not healthy behavior. Um, and there's so much grace for that. There's so, so much grace for that. And but really we don't, understandable how it super happens. Super understandable. Yes. Because you just want to feel better. And, um, and I just see this as a really big need that people have of just f- want, they, they want to feel validation. They want to feel better. Yes. You're hurting. Yes. You're going through this. And, you know, you find comfort in the arms of someone else because you're missing your that person that yeah. you were connected with yep. in a very real way. And you miss that. And it makes sense. 
that that is that that's something that a lot of people go through but that's not the only thing that that's it's not it's not the best thing for you yeah and so and so in this series i just really want to i want to make sure we're talking about how to have healthy relationships how to have healthy dating relationships after divorce because it's possible just like you were saying some of us really do feel called to be married again and i think that that is a perfectly legitimate thing <laughs> and desire is good desire is so good um and you know theologically we, we we both did an episode on um on divorce and remarriage and the the kind of the theology around that and so if that's something some people are like wait what are you talking about you can't get remarried unless there's infidelity or whatever but we did it we did an episode on that and um so i'll link that in the show notes if that's something that you guys want to be referred back to but I think that dating after divorce is something that's super hard. It's something that is really okay that, that it's hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. <laughs> and like many things in at the core of these discussions and a lot of the topics, mm -hmm. it involves other relationships and community. Yes. And one of the biggest safeguards of how do you do this is bring other people into the experience mm -hmm. with you. It doesn't mean 100%. they go on the dates with you, but sometimes they can. Sometimes, sometimes that's they, a really good idea. Yes. But the point is you bring people in who will bring both support and yep. challenge to you about healthy, this. Healthy, healthy support, challenge. healthy challenge. And I really do think that this, this needs to start in a place of being confident and being secure in your singleness. As much as you mm. may not want to be confident and single right now because divorce is really hard and it's really easy to just again like I said get into that rebound relationship yeah. but being secure in who you are getting your value from Jesus and Jesus alone having that be your foundation that comes in a place of singleness I think yes and having that be at the core first yep. and then inv involving and inviting someone else in I love the scripture that says it, it, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all we can ask, think, or desire. Hmm. It's in Ephesians that God's plan actually is better than we even want. Yeah. And having that trust first yeah. and having that settled first, yeah. like I know this wasn't good what I walked through, but yeah. God's turning it into good. He's and one of the good, good things is it's it's tied me more deeply to my personal need connection with Jesus when that yeah. is settled then I I kind of this was joking earlier about you know date with a full tank yeah right totally. so have that have yeah. that identity piece already settled then you're ready to to go in because we actually relationships are about what we can give not what we get yeah and well, if that's we have love. a vacuum yeah exactly if we have a vacuum we'll pull yeah. And then if both sides are pulling, that's a prescription for lots of pain. Pain and, and unhealth. Yeah. Exactly. Unhealth. I mean, love is giving without expectation. Mm -hmm. And and so I guess what I'd say to that is you have a lot of episodes mm -hmm. that deal with that. Yeah. Get healed first. Yes. <laughs> right. So if that's if you, you kind of find yourself in that place right now and you wonder, like, am I am I really 
ready to step into another yeah. relationship. There's a lot of help for that. And yes. you can pan back through a lot of these episodes, which are about the whole reclaiming yeah. process is about that. Reclaim your life with Jesus first. Yes. And then you can then and you have then something to give. You got yep. you want a you want a healed and whole heart yes. to give. Oh my gosh. Well God, Jesus wants that for us. Yeah. Jesus wants that. He wants to restore our soul which is our, the whole of us, our mind, will, and emotions. He wants to restore that and bring that into Amen. whole health. And that takes sometimes renewing our mind, washing, washing ourselves every single day in the word of God. And, and not, I mean, there's, there's so much to this. There's so much to it. So yeah, go binge listen to my podcast. I wouldn't <laughs> complain about that. <laughs> I wouldn't complain. But this is a really heavy topic and one I'm really excited to delve more into. We're going to be talking about sexual purity. We're going to talk about when we know that we're ready. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hear some stories of some people, and we're gonna talk about rebounds. <sighs> Y'all, it's gonna be a lot. So, <laughs> buckle up. Subscribe to the podcast if you are not subscribed already. Please, please, please subscribe because then you can you'll get the you'll get a little notification that that the podcast is out every Thursday. And then if you have never left a review or rated this podcast, Dad, don't you think they should do that? Yeah, I guess I should do that too. Dad! Oh, you have never rated the podcast? Uh, okay, you're doing I'm gonna show you how to do that right now. Okay. We're gonna yeah. Okay. We'll do that offline. It's so easy, people. It's so easy. Just go on your iTunes type in hope reclaimed and then give it a rating give it a five star rating one person rated it one stars and i'm still a little bit salty about that so we got to bump up our rating here guys i love you all so much i'm really excited about this episode or this this series with you and um yeah thanks for coming on dad absolutely talking about dating with my dad yeah but i have involved you in my dating yes. experiences yes. and yep. we've you've met some guys You've had some conversations right. with some with some of them, all of them, I think. Yeah, well, we're cheering it on. <laughs> yeah. And I want I'm, I'm going to continue I'm I'm I really do always want to continue to involve you, yeah. involve mom, involve the family in this because I know that there's a lot of things I don't see. One last thing. Get people in your life praying about this. Yes. Area. Because oh my gosh. God actually does care. You he desire does. it. He desires the right fit for your life yeah. even more than you do but it also involves people making choices so yeah um and, and the lord is so good at engineering his will without mm -hmm. ever crossing the free will of other people so but true. prayer is such a key element yeah. in that when you feel frustrated or kind of locked in this area yeah. where it's just not flowing like you want pray and get people praying because God cares That's right. and he loves and he answers prayers. He does. Get, get people to ask for a breakthrough in this area of your life. And on top of that, be willing to listen. Mm. Pray that too. and then open your ears for an answer because he's willing to speak. Whew. We could talk more about this, but we're not going to. Thank you all so much for listening. Dad, thanks for being here. Absolutely. I'm excited to delve into this topic. It's going to be fun. More to come. Yep. And everyone remember that there is healing, there's redemption in Jesus, and there's always hope because hope is my middle name. See you next time. <laughs>